I'm excited to be back, Brent. It's good. Isn't it crazy? Man. All right, everybody. Welcome back to Getting It Right with your host, Jose Ponce and Brent Cassidy. Which all right, today all we, right. we're, we're excited, man. We got a really cool dude in front of us that's going to tell us all about this this th- this thing called Airbnb that everybody wants to know about. Everybody's talking. Everybody's about trying it. to get in, and everybody's like, "Okay, I know how to do it," and that's not the case. It's not as easy <laughs> as anybody would imagine. No. Our guy here, Josh Gould with Gould Holdings. Josh, welcome, man. Thanks, guys. I'm excited to be here. We're excited to have you, man. In our industry, you know, we always pivot a point where we say getting it right is truly what it means, man. And you've done a, an amazing job so far uh, since 2020 when you basically went full time in doing this. And we want to hear everything about it, man. I mean, we Thank have you. agents in our organization that are like, we're going to get into Airbnb. We're doing Airbnb. And then they start <laughs> researching like... Yeah, you know, I'm a professional real estate agent. I know what I'm doing, but it's a whole different animal when you deal with Airbnb, man. It is definitely a whole different process. Yeah, (laughs) and I would encourage people, because I'm looking at your screen, Jose, that you got pulled up. it's beautiful, man. Go to... to Josh's website because it's JG or jgoldholdings.com. There's some really cool venues that he has, and it's called the Gatsby, the Aviator, and yeah, so we've got the Gatsby penthouse, it's the, the Gatsby, the Aviators, and, and the Sydney Street house. Yeah. And I think you got other things you're working on too, which we'll got talk two about. More that are onboarding right now, yeah. The, these are really cool guys. Everyone that has not uh, been had an opportunity to go through his website, I highly recommend Very it, man. Cool. jgoldholdings.com. It will definitely show you what they do and what they're all about. I am in love with the Gatsby penthouse. Uh-huh. I mean, what's there to say other than holy shit, right? It's beautiful. So without further ado, let's let's get it cracking, man. Because, you know, again, we have professional industry agents in our business that are trying to crack into this Airbnb, man. And, and when they come to realize there's just so many things that one must know to do this. But I feel that we have the expert in, in, we in the house, man. This is the guy. This is the guy. We know a guy finally, Brent. We finally, finally know a guy. Know somebody. We finally know a guy. Josh, how did you do, how did you get in this, man? So I uh, a couple years ago when I was the Aviators Penthouse was actually a unit that I lived in. Okay, and my schedule between you know I spend the summers down at the Lake of the Ozarks, so I've got a charter business down there that I do, and so it didn't make sense to have this amazing space just mm-hmm. sitting empty. And so I'm like, I wonder what Airbnb would be like because my friends would always reach out to me and they'd be like, Hey, would you be willing to like host a birthday party here? Mm-hmm. Or would you be willing to? We want to use this? your place. We want to use your house. Uh-huh. I'm like. Yeah, I guess. And I listed it on Airbnb, and, you know, I started out at 300 bucks a night, which I thought was insane. Mm-hmm. And it booked nonstop. Wow. Nonstop. That. And then all of a sudden, I kept raising the price, mm-hmm. and it kept booking. And then I called my dad, and I'm like, do you think this is right? And he's like, I don't get it, but if you're figuring it out, go for it. Right. And so we just kept incrementally increasing and then the Gatsby penthouse came back on the market. It sat on the market for a year because it's such a large unit. Mm-hmm. The building's a complicated building, and it just... What is the size of that thing? Just because I'm Gatsby's looking at the pictures of it, you can see the staircase and all the 4, cool pictures. 4,000 square feet. How much? 4,000 square 4, feet square plus feet. two terraces and a private wow. roof. Wow. And, I, and, and it sits literally. This is the penthouse of this building, correct? It's the top three yeah. stories yeah. of that building. Very, very it's cool. Crazy. I mean, it's, it's... I mean, I, I've looked at these pictures like four times already in the past hour. I always tell um, people it's just a simple place to rest my head. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> very, very simple, you just know, just, nonchalant. 
<laughs> but look at this thing. I mean, it's just amazing. And we're right now, everyone, we're looking at this website. And I mean, another thing that look, it's a beautiful website. Displays it really well. And this it is in St. Louis. This I is mean, in St. Louis. You can be man. cool in St. Louis. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you can't beat it, man. Uh, so you know. <sighs> You're doing, you, you got into it because of the place out there in, at yep. the lake. You know, you decided, hey, man, this is making sense. So then COVID the, hit. And it yeah, and that's what I want to know, man. It hit everybody. Mm -hmm. Like, we, nobody knew what was going to be coming. Nobody knew what life was going to look like. I had bookings canceling left and right on, at this time, I'd already gotten Gatsby set up. Yeah. So I had two properties that I'm on the hook for trying to figure out how to make them make money yeah. work. And then at our, I was in the car business for a long time and I worked for a great group, but for 30 days they shut down and I had never had a weekend off. Mm. I had never had like that time really. You had those great hours, six yeah. days a week, yeah. <laughs> nine o'clock at it night. Was great, like a gunshot wound to the head. Yeah. Right. Um, and literally I got that taste freedom and they started calling us back and I called my dad and I'm like, I'm just not happy. Like mm. I love doing this Airbnb setup. I love decorating these places. Mm -hmm. I love showcasing what St. Louis has to offer and mm -hmm. giving people a really great taste of St. Louis. Mm -hmm. And I wanted them to be special places too. Something that you book for your birthday or your anniversary, because that does allow you to charge more money. It just does. People sure. spend more for special moments. And my dad's like, I think you should go for it. And so when they started calling us back to the dealership, I was like, Hey, I'm not coming back. And within 10 days, I got, a booking that was over $15,000 for the Gatsby penthouse for wow. less than a month. And my dad, I called my dad and he's like, well, if that doesn't tell you you made the right decision, I don't know what yeah, will. Certainly. Yeah. And that woman that booked it was actually somebody that became a mentor for me. She does a bunch of government consulting contracts and she mentored me on how to grow my business and help me develop some processes that could help me well, that's what I'm interested in too, Josh, is how did you get this out there? How did they know about Gatsby? So we, I find, like I reached out to a bunch of people because our web, web presence is extremely important for mm -hmm. any business, mm -hmm. especially when it comes to stuff like this. Um, I found an incredible web designer. Her name is Georgia Kay. She has done my charter company's website. She has done multiple websites for friends now. She did the Gould Holdings website. And we also just bought a sign company that she's going to be doing the website for that. Her vision is incredible. Her work's incredible. She's organized. And for somebody like me that I want to give you the outline of what I want, mm -hmm. you know what my taste is, don't bother me with 8 million questions, mm -hmm. she does it. And that's great. I think that's a good tip on getting it right, though, is is the having a vision for something doesn't mean you have to do 100% of all the work. You Correct. need to, you need you need to, to have a good to team. To delegate to Correct. so that that can get done so you can continue to do what you do. Yeah. What I do is I can sell. Mm -hmm. I can close bookings. So, you know, our conversion rate is probably one of the highest conversion rates in St. Louis. And we're also three times the price of the average mm -hmm. rental in St. Louis. Mm -hmm. But, but that shows you quality versus quantity means everything. Well, this is something every we've, day. Yeah. we've taught I, that here for God knows how long. I yeah. preach this to, you know, clients that we have that are onboarding. Everybody mm -hmm. in Airbnb is worried about occupancy rates. Mm -hmm. I want this, this, this occupancy. And if you're getting your occupancy rate, but you're dropping your drawers on your price, it doesn't matter. I'd right. rather have less of an occupancy rate and a higher nightly rate. Mm -hmm. You're going to get better quality tenants. You're right. Gonna, it's less wear and tear on your unit. Typically, you know, in three years of doing this professionally now, 
or two and a half years, I guess, full time, mm -hmm. we have had maybe one not perfect guest experience. And mm -hmm. that was because they threw a party that they didn't disclose to us. And we allow events in our spaces. Right. But they just didn't disclose it because we have an additional fee mm -hmm. to do that. Mm -hmm. And other than that, damage wise, we have pretty much no damage on our units. It's, it, we're really lucky. But again, that's from weeding out people based on your price. Point. You're looking for a certain clientele. We, we know what our demographic is and that's yeah. what we go for. As soon as you start trying to get somebody that's not your client, and I see horror stories. I'm in an Airbnb group on Facebook. And if you're a $79 a night Airbnb, you're going to get a $79 a, of, a night person. Yeah. It's as simple as that. Yeah. If you're $1,000 a night, you're getting a $1,000 a night person. Mm -hmm. What is your theory, Josh, in regards to how hotels do them now? You know, this whole thing with these websites or these applications that came out years ago about, you know, you have, yeah, and I don't want to name them, but you know what they are. You know, they go on there and they say, we can find you the best price on, you know, online and da, da, da. <laughs> and the back end like theory, right, yeah. you know, the, the back end theory behind that is because, you know, once that vacant room is vacant for that day, it's revenue loss. So mm -hmm. to them, it's like, hey, you know, give me 20 bucks, 30 bucks. I made I'll something out of it. It. But what is your theory behind that, man? So our theory and process, and it's kind of funny, if a guest reaches out on our website or Airbnb and they ask for a discount, we automatically do not welcome them on our properties. Typically, a guest that asks for a discount on properties like the, what we represent are going to be a pain in the ass. Mm -hmm. They just are. And the people that pay all the money are the happiest guests. They never have issues. They're just good. Mm -hmm. And so... Again, we steer clear of that. You know, I will adjust pricing accordingly, looking at demand, things like that. During the week, we drop down a little bit just to kind of try to get those rooms filled. But we know our weekend is the big money. During the week, we do a lot of our maintenance and upkeep, changing mm -hmm. light bulbs, all that kind of stuff, making sure everything's right. But again, it's just not worth it. Well, I think it's just the other. Not, I'd rather the unit sit empty no. than somebody get in it for $79. Exactly. And Josh, I think that by looking at your website, you can tell you're not <laughs> you're not skimping. No. I mean, you've got some really cool looking rooms, and then you've got really cool pieces in the room. Yeah, the furnishings are incredible. Uh, it's know, not like uh, he went to IKEA. No, or, I mean uh, one, weekends only. No, no right? You know? One of the rooms looks like we were just <laughs> yeah. talking about this. Is, it looks like something you'd find at Ralph Lauren on Madison Avenue. It's it's yeah, it's yeah. got the dark uh, the aviator room. Navy. I think is really cool too. Very with, cool. With the exposed <laughs> ceiling. Cool. I mean, yeah. A lot yeah. of our furnishings have came from like restoration. Hard, and there are some things in there that aren't very expensive. Yeah. Um, but the big thing that we spend money on is we love mattresses. People mm. always rave about our mattresses and sheets. What kind of mattress do you use? So we use the Serta Perfect Sleepers with pillow tops. Yeah. And they're wonderful. Uh, we started doing business with Mattress Firm a couple years ago, and we buy warranties on them. So if anything ever happens, we just swap them out. Yeah. You know what's crazy? Yeah. This is what's crazy. And now that he says that, I'm thinking every time I stay, whether it be a hotel or Airbnb or anywhere, the well, Sometimes. not only that, but what my, <laughs> my thing is, I hope, do you know what the, f the first thing I remember after that, that trip? It's how either good I slept or, or how, how bad, bad I slept. slept. Yeah. Exactly. It's like, man, that bed was a sh or horrible. Or then, or or my wife would be like, we need to. F we literally try to research some bed that we slept on at a hotel. Oh, yeah, I know. We're like, That's where why is this? <laughs> right. That we put on but our that beds. that what he's saying now, it's incredible to think. Like, yeah. really, that's the theory behind this, exactly. man. Good beds. <laughs> Have you guys ever heard of a thing called a bed jet? No. no uh -uh. So I invested. I guess these, I should have. I, I should have these things on the Gatsby penthouse. 
And what it is, it's a climate control system for the sheets and the bed. So wow. it heats and cools the bed to whatever temperature you want with air, and it removes all the humidity. So, like, <laughs> oh, for man. me, when I sleep, I sweat. Yeah, so I need here. to keep all that dry. These are sheets you're talking about. But, well, the sheet, the sheets are one thing, but it's an actual machine that goes under the bed and has an air hose that goes into the bed. We like that. Come on, man. <laughs> and so I actually, like, I was so that, that I bought my dad one for Hanukkah yeah. last year, and he's like, I'll never use this. And he slept with it one night, and he's like, I'll this never is sleep it. without this. <laughs> This is, this is fucking great. And it's called Bed Jet? <laughs> it's called the Bed Jet. I oh, tell we're all yeah. happy up, man. Christmas time. I'm going to tell my wife, Carla. This is what we need. That is awesome. But no, real, theoretically, it's if you think little about things it, it's those too. little things that details. make. Details. It's in the details. You, exactly. Mark. It's in the details. Would you say, Josh, because we're always looking for those little piece nuggets of information. What I hear from what you're doing is you are a detail. You know that people look for details and you know what those are. So you feed that. The devil is in the details. Yeah. And so people remember a really unique art piece. So when we're doing some of our other properties, we don't put generic art in. Mm -hmm. We just don't. So what I've like at the aviators penthouse, we sourced art like on that gallery hall from yeah. a local artist, a local photographer, mm -hmm. had them framed, and she has the option to sell those to our guest. So we also have Great a revolving idea. door cool of concept. new art coming in. Yeah, and people don't want to see. So I, I know I've spent the a lot other of time thing on that I am completely <laughs> against. Uh, when I was in Scottsdale two years ago, I stayed at this gorgeous Airbnb. Yeah, I hate word art. Yeah, you know, like the signs that say like "Bless this kitchen" yeah. Yeah. or it's awful yeah and i stayed at this airbnb and i did a walking tour on my instagram there was 46 pieces of word art in this one airbnb so and i'm like that's disgusting like, yeah it was boring yeah you know i would love to see some like southwest art or something sure. like that yeah kind of where you are where you are yeah and so like we do a lot of black and white st louis city photography things like that mm -hmm. um cool architectural detail photography mm -hmm. of the buildings that but keeping in. it local Try to keep everything yeah. local. We also only recommend local restaurants. You'll mm -hmm. never see in our guidebooks like recommending a chain restaurant. Um, that's just yeah. I'm all about smart. There's so many great places in St. Louis, and if people are coming to visit, I want them to see those places. Mm -hmm. Don't go to 801 Chop House. Uh, that's a chain restaurant. Right. There's five other great steakhouses that you could be supporting. Right. That are local. That are locally owned. Family people. Yeah. yeah. This is incredible. Isn't I it? mean, but the, the other impressed. question, you just brought it up, Josh, like you're looking at from now a Airbnb connoisseur, right? Mm -hmm. You're, you're also in the business. So when you go to these other Airbnbs, are you going in there for the critical eye with the critical eye? Or are you there to just use it for what you're going to use it for? Because, so, or, or do you get ideas out of all that? That's, the, that's there, another one, right? Mm -hmm. One thing I do locally in St. Louis, there's really not anybody that kind of shares what I'm into in St. Louis. Mm -hmm. There's a couple units that are close but they're not furnished correctly. They're they just they're not right. But on some of our other properties that we're doing just more quote unquote regular short term rentals that are still very nice, I do go and randomly stay in Airbnbs in St. Louis just to kind of see what the competition's doing. That's smart. Um, and I stayed in one last month where like it's such a small detail, but like the sheets didn't match on the bed. Mm -hmm. We only use white sheets, white linens, white duvets, and the reason I do that is because when you look at a white sheet you can see that it's clean. Right. You can see that there's not a hair on that sheet. You can see that it looks fresh and clean. And people are kind of into that. I, yeah. Exactly. Like, <laughs> yeah. I don't want to sleep in a dirty bed, especially exactly. at, a, like at a place where you know multiple people are sleeping. And I hopped in the shower at this place, and there was enough hair that it looked like a Sasquatch shower. Oh, no. And I had a message to the host, I, and I, I didn't leave them a review, but I'm like, hey, 
you should really talk to your cleaning yeah, company. You this is like disgusting. Yeah. yeah. And so that was it. Well, so Josh, I know the other thing that you and I were talking about is that you kind of branch out because of your experience and, and help other people yeah. through consulting. Can you kind of explain that a little bit? So our consulting services, we have a couple of different levels. Um, Basically, what I help you do is when you get your building or if you want to buy a building, we have a great couple of realtors that we use that we recommend. But when you buy a building, the average, if you're getting a multifamily, for example, if you buy a four flat, mm-hmm. and let's say each one of those units would normally rent for $750 a month. If you convert two of them into a short-term rental, keep two regular tenants in it, mm-hmm. we can pretty much guarantee that you're going to double your money at least every month mm-hmm. in rent. So you'll you'll pay off your initial investment on furnishings and our fee usually within a year, year and a half. And all of a sudden you're cash flowing like a six unit building instead of a four unit building. Mm -hmm. Your cap rate goes up, everything's up. And so a lot of people hold them. They'll keep that cap rate up and then they'll sell them at the higher price the next year. That's interesting. So, and the other part of that, because everybody's, you know, everybody says, because they think everybody can get into Airbnb and be the, the, the rock star, but I want to know too, like everybody talks about Nashville and how do you look at that? Is, is it better for you to be the guy in St. Louis and have the cool places in St. Louis or would you want to enter that world and then be somebody in Nashville or is it better to be create your own pond and, and be the big fish? I use this line all the time. You know, I have friends that moved out to California. They've been begging me to move out to California mm-hmm. and in St. Louis, I'm a bigger fish in a medium-sized pond. Yeah. If I go somewhere like that, I'm a guppy in a ocean, yeah. quite literally. Um, would I love to be spread out a little bit more across the U.S.? Of course. But the problem is, is making sure my quality with my brand right. stays consistent. Yeah. Uh, we just hired somebody. You just gave a big tip right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, you have Staying to... Staying with your quality to not ruin your brand it, is huge. My name... This, the Gould Holdings name, uh, when people list with us, when we represent people, we know that we can get them a higher nightly rate just because of the type of clients that we get that come to our website. So for us, I can usually, if I can put eyes on a property, we do random checks on properties all the time. So if a cleaner comes in and cleans one of our properties, they don't know when I'm going to come in and check it. Mm-hmm. And we look under couch cushions, we look under the beds, we look everywhere light bulbs if there's a burnt out light bulb Mm -hmm. these are all details that so many hosts will walk past you wouldn't believe the amount of horror stories that i read of stuff that is so easy so minute to just do correctly Mm -hmm. and they just don't care well and and i think that is what you're saying is and this happens a lot with restaurants too you know they'll have you you have like a great restaurant and then that restaurant decides it's going to expand and franchise and whatever and they can't keep the quality and then it ruins the overall brand yeah and i think that's what you're saying is i want to because i i i agree with you on that It, it it makes a lot of sense when you're growing a business to be a bigger fish so that you can get it all right so that all your systems can be duplicated so that when you do want to run with the big, big fish, you've got to, you can run around them and, and, and have a system in place that is duplicatable to be exactly your quality, exactly your brand, and that, that's how you can run. The way I've looked at it is I don't have the want to be the biggest guy out there. Yeah. 
I want to be the best guy out there yeah. with the highest revenue. Yeah. I like that. that. It's much control. It's much more controllable that way. Mm-hmm. 100%. Josh, so, I mean, you got into this business, but I'm, there's got to be some ups and turns that you said, holy shit, I can't believe I did that. <laughs> yeah. Tell us, man. Tell about those growing pains or those mistakes because, you know, any business owner goes through them. You're not going to be the first nor the last. We've so, all been through there. 100%. But that, that when people want to know about Airbnbs and when I tell them, look, it sounds amazing. <laughs> But you really have to put some work into it because yeah. you're, you're bound to make a mistake. What are those? So, you know, there's certain things that you just have to be okay with. Um, the Gatsby penthouse, when I'm in St. Louis, doubles as my personal home, too. So there's personal pictures. There's everything. I do have my closets locked and things like that. But, you know, there's going to be a scuff on a wall. It's not damage, but you're going to have that kind of stuff. You have to be okay with understanding that, of guests are so respectful, but accidents do happen. So, like, we've had glassware get broken. I don't sweat glassware. I don't think it's a big deal, you know, to charge somebody 20 bucks for a glass. Why? It's just cost of doing business at this point. Um, But the big thing I had with growing was when I started doing this and I, you know, you get told about the occupancy thing so much. Mm -hmm. And I was harped on it. And I found myself lowering our rates to a spot where I wasn't comfortable and we were getting clients at the aviators because I wasn't in that full time anymore. We were getting clients in there that I wasn't comfortable with Mm -hmm. necessarily. They didn't do any damage. Um, A lot of because you were feeling the pressure trying to fit in. Trying to fit in with this model that they're telling you, like occupancy, occupancy. And, you know, even Airbnb on their website, they have something called a market-based pricing tool. That tool has always been four times less Per night than what we actually get mm-hmm. because Airbnb doesn't care how much money you make. They care about their fee that they collect. Absolutely. Booking. So the only thing they care about is you being filled. Usage. That's it. Exactly. That's usage. That's it. Right. It doesn't benefit you as a host. Right. And so that was something I had to wrap my head around because it does in your mind when you see this unit sitting empty, it's, it feels a little weird sometimes, especially if you're not used to it. Um, but getting over that hurdle mentally was a big thing. Uh, the other big one was just finding the right people to do the right task. Um, maintenance can be a nightmare. Getting people to show up can be a nightmare. So if you find a good quality person, they don't have to be the cheapest. And that's one thing we never do the cheapest bid ever because there's a reason they're the cheapest bid. Mm-hmm. I, and I just, I, I'd rather pay somebody a little bit more money uh, if you have friends that are, like, in maintenance or anything like that, I always say support your friends' businesses, too. Mm-hmm. Like, I always try to do that. But that was a really hard part of growing is finding the right people to be able to handle the task. Uh, over the last two years, we're finally getting to a point where I am able to bring on more help. So I just hired somebody yesterday. In-house. That's good. In-house to help do more bookings mm-hmm. and gear us more towards the wedding and event platform. Sure. So she's getting meeting set up with all the wedding planners. We're setting up a referral program. We're getting brochures made specifically for weddings and private events. And that's kind of, but it took two years to get there because I was just getting spread too. Absolutely. But I didn't trust anybody enough to speak how I would speak to somebody. Right. And to follow my process to a T. Yeah. So finding the, don't just fill a seat to fill it. Find Find the the right right person. person. Because if you put the wrong person in that seat and they have, they give, your, they give your guests five bad experiences. Yeah. 
That can ruin you. Did sure. you have anybody, Josh, that you were looking at or reading about that you thought, yeah, I, I, I like the way they do it? Did you have like a, a mentor type person that you thought, even, <laughs> I mean, even if it was in a different business? Um, there, so there's a couple different people on the website design, and I, I'm not a political person at all, but uh, the Kushner companies, mm-hmm. their website and their branding, the Kushner companies left. They started out as garden-style apartments spread across New York, New Jersey. Mm-hmm. They like made that. a huge amount of money. They made a huge amount of money on it, and then they used that money to transition into higher-end real estate in the city. Mm-hmm. Um, their actual web design, when I went onto their website and I saw how slick it was, that's kind of what I told Georgia. I was like, look, I love how that feels, but it needs to match our Art Deco-style mm-hmm. brand. I love Art Deco. It's my favorite period. And so Georgia really got that. Mm-hmm. the way that they grew that company was also really impressive. You know, you can say anything you want politic- outside of politics, their actual company, business. how they grew that business was really impressive. Mm-hmm. They really didn't start with a lot of money. And it, I just, I really like it. I'm also a big fan of the Sansones. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, here in St. Louis, the Sansones have a great reputation. They do. Uh, they... And every one of them. There's a lot of them. (laughs) I think think they almost filled up uh, (laughs) one of your one of your events that you had. I think they could fill up a Boeing. (laughs) Um, And I mean, my God, they're all gorgeous. Yeah, no, they they service their own models. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) they fit the they fit the the, they started the the normal brand so they can model. They need their own reality shows, guys. But so, but I really like how they present themselves to the same. They're selling a lifestyle. And that's what we do. Yeah. We sell lifestyle. So not only do we have the Gould Holdings Company, but we've got Skyfall Charter Yacht down at the League of the Ozarks. We're the only European-style charter yacht down there. Mm-hmm. We are double the cost of any other charter yacht. We had one of the most successful summers, our first summer down there last Very year. Very cool. But we have, you know, captain, first mate, a stew that serves yeah. you cocktails on trays. It's just a really unique experience. Yeah. And so people pay for experiences. They do. And at the end of the day, they pay experience. for the experience, mm-hmm. man. Experience. We've always said that. Yeah. And that was a big one. There's a couple people. Um, when my grandmother was still alive, she lived at the Gatesworth at one McMahon, mm-hmm. which, you know, that's the Ritz Carlton mm-hmm. for old people. It's a beautiful property. Yeah. Um, I don't necessarily love how the Deutsches do business, but I do love how they take care of their actual residents when they're Mm -hmm. there. And I was always impressed by they anticipated needs. So they had a dog walker on staff. They had a limo. So like if our guests book for an event, we have a list of caterers that we can recommend to them to make make it easier. We have a list of pre-approved party vendors just so that they don't have to call around 8 million places to get tables, chairs, lighting brought up. That's very smart. It's a one stop. I can send them one email with everybody that they need to do their event. One stop. He said one stop. Uh-huh. Hey, I was, one stop shop. I use, we use, it's constant. <laughs> Jose, he that's says that all the time. That's my thing. But you Jose says this as a, in, the, Absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> in the real estate world, Jose's always telling our guys, our agents, that um, be the person that will take all the questions. Yeah. And you have people that you can get them to. If you can, if can't do it yourself, you can get them to and make it easy. Totally. And that... People so appreciate that if they actually know that you're that person. Totally. Yeah. That's that's a, another big tip. 
Just, I mean, these Josh guys, is giving us some stuff, here. guys. If if you guys aren't taking notes, uh, you guys better make sure you guys re re listen to the podcast for sure on this one. Outside of of Airbnb, outside of the yacht uh, uh, business or the yacht charter business that you guys have at Lake of the Ozarks, you, you know what is that called? Uh, that's called Skyfall Charter. Sky, Skyfall. So we also we create these illuminated backlit names like you see on the big super yachts we bought the distribution rights for that company and brought it to the midwest so we're Very selling cool. those at like the ozarks now too is that for the when those are the ones that go on the back of the boat I, i'm they, yeah. i'm not i'm not they, your boat guy <laughs> this guy is not me i'm a big boater i've been I, with my dad since i was little listen I I, the, when you say boat i think it's one of those you know little boats that you get <laughs> you know you, I, i'm not, not safe a huge, I, 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 yeah i don't <laughs> know how to compare exactly man uh, but those signs that you're saying are those the ones that go behind the yeah, boat so where it on illuminates the on the boat? They're reverse illuminated on the back so they glow. So, bef- but it's basically for letter. the name of the boat, right? Yeah. That's where it goes. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Very cool. That's really cool. Yeah. Really cool. So, what I was getting to, man, you know, it sounds to me that literally you're building a business that surrounds other businesses that you're also involved in. Creates that, a brand, which is which is a, that creates a brand. It's a one stop shop. Yep. Something that we continuously uh, advise and, and talk about here in our not only in our show but our in our firm. Where do you see this going in 2022, 2023? Where what is your ultimate end game? Where you, you know you mentioned earlier that you help people and consult with them and building these these Airbnbs that in a, in in the future they keep them or do they sell them? You know what is your what is your position on that? I mean, if you have something that's generating revenue, what is the future? Right? What is the future? Airbnb could you know it's I don't think it's 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 known it's not a a a, a a 15 minutes of fame type of business anymore. No, no, it's it is not. This has proven yeah. itself. It's here. It's staying. It's going to stick and in every market. The pandemic, absolutely. And, it, and it's every market in this country has continually increases Airbnb, uh, you know, you know, uh, representation. Mm-hmm. So the goal, where do you see it for you the guys? The goal for me and the brand is I want to get completely vertically integrated. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, it's such like a cheesy thing to say, but I have this, not only do we want to stay with Airbnbs, but we want to get into big, large-scale multifamily. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to do high-rises. That new building that they built on, uh, what is that? King's Highway, 100 mm-hmm. on the park. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. That's the kind of stuff I want to build. Mm-hmm. I want to get there. I want to get into big development, things like that. And, you know, I believe in St. Louis. I'm mm-hmm. in a couple philanthropic organizations here. I'm a big, big believer in St. Louis. And that's such a big deal, Josh, for people like you that are imaginative. You've got, you're creative, but you've got business sense about you. We need that in St. Louis, you know, especially St. Louis City, that that look at St. Louis as an opportunity to be what it should be. A hundred percent. And, it, you know, especially for people that are starting out, when you look at our cost of living, compared to most other major cities mm-hmm. across the U.S., you know, St. Louis is one of the few places where somebody can make 50 or 60 grand a year and still live really well yeah. if they want to. Yeah. You don't have to be pulling a couple hundred thousand dollars a year to live comfortably like you do in L.A. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a big benefit. And it I is. think if we can, you know, there's a lot of new housing mm-hmm. coming in. Um, but a big part of this is we have so much rental housing coming in and not actual development that for for sale housing, for sale condos, mm-hmm. 
that there's a market shortage of people that are trying to f- get into these, you know, their first condo. Yeah. You guys are in real estate. You know, how hard is it to find a condo under $200,000 right now that somebody actually wants to live in? Mm-hmm. You can't. Yeah. yeah, you can't. You're right. You can't. No. And I mean, there's still a huge market for that. Mm-hmm. And it sucks because you know, my buddy Derek is a very talented realtor. He's built himself up very well over the couple, last couple of years. But he has some clients that I think they've looked at 11 different places and they're FHA buyers and everything else. And so they finally found one and there's 18 other offers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it, and it That's just, what it, happens. It, it, <laughs> it's it, a it crazy market. That's what happens, it man. Your, it breaks your heart a little bit. Yeah, it does. Like you, I remember what it was like when I bought my first house. I was so excited. I was so happy. Mm-hmm. I can't imagine trying to buy something right now because it's just, it's so stressful. Oh, and unless gotcha. you're going in exactly. And luckily if you have a good real estate agent and they guide you the right direction, you sh- you've got a pretty good chance. But Absolutely. these people that are dealing with some agents that are very new and don't quite know the markets, it can be rough. Absolutely. You know, and, and, and to that point, right, Josh, you, you talk about understanding the market. Let's, let's understand the Airbnb market and, and getting into the acquisition side. You know, there's a lot of condo apartments or condos, apartments, so on and so forth, where people think, oh, I should buy it and make it an Airbnb. My question to you is, uh, are there any, you know, requirements? Do you find yourself in any issues when you buy, let's say, a condo in, in, a, in a community-based, uh, you know, uh, condo co- um, co-op or whatever, where they are deemed, where they're, you know, arguing the fact that you can't have an Airbnb there? Do you run into that? Because a lot of what people want to really understand is, you know, even even homes, right? You're in a community, in a residential community, the, the association, you know, they, oh, well, this neighbor just, you know, you got a neighbor. Yeah, that, you got the homeowner association. Right, you know, you got the home, yeah. HOA, buy a house, and all of a sudden the neighbor starts finding out that you did an Airbnb out of it. What? Tell me about that, if you had any experiences yeah. with that. So I always recommend people, if you're looking at a property, you need to go through those HOA bylaws with a fine tooth. Mm-hmm. Um, at the end of the day, and here's the thing, I personally recommend just staying out of anything that has an HOA, because if they do, they can hold a vote at any given They're going to try to limit you at some and point. And they can change your bylaws. Yeah. Simple as that. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of communities, though, especially like down at the lake. There are entire condo complexes with hundreds of units that are approved for short-term rentals. Mm-hmm. Because not only does that help stabilize, you know that people are always going to buy those units. Right. Because essentially, they can have a lake house for free mm-hmm. by letting somebody rent it two weekends a month. Sure. Plus it, it provides brand awareness to the builders from these people that in the future, if they go buy another, let's get a ground. Yeah. It's good for build, both sides. Other exactly. people start looking, Hey man, I yeah. stayed in that. This guy's so, building. I want to own my yeah. own. There are some build, you know, there's builders and buildings out there that they want to have that. They want to make sure that you can make your money back on your investment and it helps them. It helps everybody stay away from the communities that don't want it. Yeah, no, that's a you, you see it all the time. People were like, well, I really love this house, but the community, so maybe I should just try it and see if I can get away with it. It's not worth it. No, it's really it's good advice. I bring it up. I bring it up, guys, because <clears throat> a few years ago, there was a guy that I knew that went into this situation thinking he was going to do Airbnb. So what he did, what he do? Go buys the house, doesn't look at the HOA, doesn't look at the bylaws, doesn't really get into it. And as soon, literally as soon as he's done completing with the rehab, I mean, it came out beautiful. What happens? Neighbors start finding out quickly, right? Because why? They see it on social media. It was sure. posted. Got to promote it. That's the house. So and so, you said what? And then all of a sudden, no, we don't want that. And guess what happens? They shot him down. Shot him down. Mm-hmm. So what? What do you do from there? You got a priest's problem. What are you? What are you going to do? 
Yeah. You know, if he's going into that mindset, and, and for everyone listening, these are the good, the bad, and the ugly about Airbnb. Yes, it's a lucrative business, but you definitely have to know what you're doing or contact someone as a Josh or Gold Holdings that this is what they do for a living. Mm -hmm. They consult. They can give you the right sense of direction. You don't have to tackle this on your own. If you guys are novice, if you guys don't understand how to get into this business, don't do it by yourself. It's that, it's that easy. Don't do the shit by yourself. We, you know? we will help set people up. You know, If they want to just keep us, we don't do long-term contracts for our representation. So if people want to do a full consult where we get everything set up, we get your copy done, we get your photography done, we get all your listings done, we can co-host on your behalf, which means we can handle answering all your guest inquiries for you. We can handle responding to guest issues. You also get the benefit of having our couple hundred reviews that are mm -hmm. already on Airbnb site, which automatically pushes your listing up in the algorithm. There's so many different parts of this. The only thing we don't do is we don't handle our clients' money. The money automatically goes, goes to, them, to them, and we just send them an invoice at the end of the month. That's a good way to put some training wheels on. Well, and, well, <laughs> and, and yeah. at the end of the day, listen, I've been doing this for almost 21 years now, and I, I'm well-versed in all aspects of real estate. But when you get into Airbnb, you also need to learn hospitality. You mm -hmm. need to understand the the hospitality side. People think that because you're in the business in real estate, yeah, it's real estate. You, yeah, yeah. No, 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 guys. Real estate's just one fraction of this whole big yeah. picture. Well, all the things that Josh said. Exactly. That he did, he's a concierge. Of I all mean, the different you, places you have to, to eat, you have to know hospitality, man. All the different things. Yeah. You have to know hospitality. You have to. Mm -hmm. It's basically running a hotel, if you will, a nice high end hotel, mm -hmm. and understanding all the services that hotel provides from maintenance, cleaning, mm -hmm. concierge. All right there. You know, you have to be all that one into you know that one entity to really give the service that a client or in this case, right. a guest will actually uh, appreciate and be willing to come back because guess what? You want the repeat business because you already know what to expect from yeah. their end. And we have right? a lot of repeat business, which <laughs> I think is like honestly one of the greatest compliments between that and when people refer us to their yeah. friends, I think a referral is like one of the greatest compliments you can get because oh, that means somebody really they're standing behind stay. it also. And I tell you what, like when people like, you know, the Gatsby penthouse, for example, by the time they pay our nightly rate, our cleaning fee, and then Airbnb service fee, occupancy fees to the t state and everything, mm -hmm. it averages almost 1500 per night is what mm -hmm. people are paying to stay in that thing. That's how many people can stay in there? Is it 10? 10. And yeah. so, but by the time you're getting that done, that's a lot of money for something. And we, it's usually two or four people. Yeah. Couples that rent. Right. Um, and then events and everything go up. Sure. There. But you have to be able to make that person that just spent $1,500 for your unit for the night still feel like they got a great value. And recommend you. And recommend you. Yeah. That's a hard task. Yeah. And so I tell people, like, we're working on a property right now. Um, great duplex in Tower Grove. He's got the top unit rented. And we're going to do a Prohibition speakeasy style first floor. Unit. Oh, nice. So it's going to be Very cool. really dark jewel tone cool. walls. Yeah. Like, it's going to be gorgeous. Um He's like, well, other units in the area are running for this per night. And I'm like, we don't look at that. Mm -hmm. I don't care what other it's units are It's not our competition. It's not our competition. Right. Just focus on making this the best. And I promise you, I will get you the money. Mm -hmm. That's you just, because people, like you said, people pay for an experience. Mm -hmm. And so not only do we like do that, but we get rented out for photo shoots, boudoir marathons, all this other business. We've got a deal set up with Disney that when ESPN comes into town to do interviews, they book an eight hour time block. 
in an eight-hour time block, we charge twelve hundred bucks for, and they don't even stay there. Wow! So there's they're all just using it for market or for their just business. For the interview for yeah, me. and so that's very cool. This is all where we know how to pick up money and yeah. get you that additional money. The overnight stays are, you know, only a small percentage yeah. of it. There's so much other potential that revenue there. becomes part of it. I mean, right. you're basically you making it an event space. Mm-hmm. That's what you're doing. No, really. You're talking yeah. about weddings. You're talking yeah, about I mean, photos. You're that's, talking that's, about interviews. That's amazing. That's yeah. very you're, – you're on the forefront of a new a paradigm of Airbnb, man. Yeah. You know? And if you look at his site, you can see that all that makes sense. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. The, the venues speak for themselves. No, I yeah. love it. I Thank love you. it. Josh, listen, uh, I definitely want to stay at the uh, at the uh, <laughs> Gatsby. You know, I don't know about you, Brent, but yeah, I do. I, I love it. You know, uh, you know, we're, we're we're coming up to that that market time where we 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 kind of sign off. But I want to make sure we. I think we've hit everything. But if there's something that you want to lay out right now, feel free. Because at the end of it, we definitely want you to announce <laughs> your uh, something we haven't asked you. Yeah, you know, I definitely want to make sure we get all your information out there. Yeah, we want to make yeah, sure. How does know, somebody get a hold of you, Josh? Yeah. So we have a guest contact form on our website, and it's uh, www.jgouldholdings.com. Okay. You can also, if you want to stay at one of our properties, you can fill out there. Or if you're a property owner that wants to see what we can offer you guys and what we can turn your properties into. Fill out one of the property owner forms, and we'd love to talk to you. We're really trying to grow. Uh, we try to get with ambitious property owners that really believe that they can make a difference in St. Louis yeah. and are willing to try to do something incredible. But so far, all of our clients that we've brought on, compared to what they were bringing in prior, we've increased their revenues 50%. That's I'll awesome. tell you, this, this is the kind of guy that I would vote for like if you run for mayor of St. Louis. <laughs> for St. Louis, right? exactly. Because he's making, he, he's, making, <laughs> he's making so much of an impact in that St. Louis market and, and, and beyond. It's incredible. Well, One so, of the guys that I would like him to be actually introduce him to is a- Adam Briggs. Absolutely. Adam, it would be a great intro. Adam loves St. Louis. Adam is a key speaker, or I wouldn't say key speaker, but he's our guy. He's our connection to the city. He's one of our real estate agents here. At lives Max and breathes Coast. downtown. But he lives and breathes downtown. He's kind of like, when you go to his social media, you think he they, they've, they've, they've paid retain, him. Yeah, they retained him <laughs> to be the, the marketing arm for how to promote St. Louis City. And speaking about so. promoting, we, we've we got uh, USA Mortgage that's uh, sponsoring this podcast, which... Uh, Kathleen, man. I mean, yeah, she's... Caitlin you know, or, I'm sorry, Williams. Caitlin Williams with USA Mortgage she's, has done an excellent job. She's fantastic. Their and tips, man. Her tips are coming up really sharp. I love them. They're very professionally done. Uh, she's going to do that every month now. So, uh, so happy to have them as a uh, partner with us. We're USA excited. Mortgage. We're excited. Josh, listen, thanks so much, man, for coming on the show uh, today. Nice. We look forward to having you again in the future. Yeah, let's do this again. You know, yeah, we're, we're definitely excited to keep hearing on your growth and your success. And Amber and Bees, man, they're awesome. We right? like it. We love it. Well, we right. like Josh's. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> we want to definitely stay there, man. Anyway. All right, everyone. Thanks a lot. We appreciate you guys listening. We'll be back again soon on Getting It Right.